All right, guys. Welcome to U.S. History Online. Providing my voice for you seems incredibly awkward to me because I don't get any reactions from you whatsoever. So this will probably be short and sweet and to the point. So this is for today. This Today's podcast is for March 19 and March 20. All right. So take a moment. Let us remember. Now. This was, it was a week ago when we last had class, so I need you to go back and re-remember what the heck the Great Migration is. You did a optic about it a week ago, and we talked briefly about what it was. So take one moment. You can pause me if you need to and go back and remember that. Now, what happened is due to the fact that many African Americans moved north into many major cities, there were large populations of African Americans living in many different northern cities. Right? What I'm going to have you take a quick look at right now is called the Harlem Renaissance. The Harlem Renaissance was based in Harlem, New York, and it included many different things. All right, you guys went through the Renaissance in world history briefly, where it was basically a rebirth of literature, music, arts, all of these things. The Harlem Renaissance is the same, except for African Americans. You can see on your slide, number 44, that you've got literature, you've got dancing, and you've got music. My favorite part of the Harlem Renaissance is the music. And hopefully you can see why, if you watch the video that is attached there, you should watch the great Louis Armstrong perform a really fun song called Dinah. Take a moment and watch that. Now, Louis Armstrong is awesome because he's so good at music that he can invent his own words. You notice that in the song? He invented his own words. That's hashtag boss. All right. Now, what's fun about the Great Migration is that it happened at the time that for the first time in human history, we could record music through the phonograph. The phonograph was originally invented to record the last words of people that were about to die. But someone saw that, oh, we could use this to record music as well. And that meant in order to listen to music, you didn't have to go to a live performance anymore. You could listen to a recording. And you could listen to it on a phonograph. You could listen to it on the radio. And music could spread. All right, and that gives us a new form of music called jazz. Okay, I love jazz because in the 19 teens and the 1920s, young white people scared the crap out of their parents because they liked jazz. They would listen to it and they would dance to it. And for the people of the 19 teens and the 1920s, that stuff was very provocative. 
right? And it's been the same way ever since, all right? Jazz led to the rise of rock and roll, which led to the rise of pretty much all the music you listen to, including rap and trap, which scandalizes your parents and older people who think it's highly inappropriate. Jazz was the exact same way. Now, if we were actually in class, I would ask you to describe the importance of the Harlem Renaissance to your partner. However, since we're not in class, write one sentence describing the importance of the Harlem Renaissance in your notes. Make sure you can say it aloud in 10 seconds. You can pause me now and take a couple minutes to do that. All right, now, we've looked at some, what we just looked at was some nice things about the Great Migration. We are now going to look at the other side of the Great Migration, the negative things that came along with that. And we're going to start with the next slide, number 47, an optic. All right, you see a political cartoon called Their Christmas Tree. What you see there is the end result of what is called a lynching. All right? A lynching is generally specific to people of color. Someone who is of color has been taken and killed by hanging them from a tree. Often they would mutilate their genitals and then generally show that whoever they killed was not a real human being. Okay. So I want you to take a few minutes, and on Google Classroom, you have an optic for this cartoon. You have the a bigger image of this cartoon in Google Classroom. Take a few minutes, fill that out, and restart this when you are done. Okay, now that you've finished your optic, you'll note that... That optic seems to paint race relations between people of color and people not of color in a very negative light. And that was pretty accurate. Right? When African Americans moved north, they were trying to get away from Jim Crow laws and hopefully they were trying to get a job. And they did that. But when they moved north, if you go to slide number 48, you'll see that they experienced poor housing. They were discriminated against at work. And they were still exposed to racially motivated violence. Okay. And toward the end of World War I and into the 1920s, violence broke out all across the country. And today we call that race riots. Right? The cartoon that you see there, it just shows Uncle Sam looking at race riots across the United States. And it's, you see it labeled Washington, Omaha, Chicago, Boston, Seattle, countries or cities across the country had race riots. You are going to look at the race riots that happened in Chicago in 1919. Right? This will be your weekly assignment for this quote-unquote week. Okay. It is a source reading. Right? You'll read about different accounts of the race riots in Chicago. 
The directions for it as you see them tell you to read specific documents, A, B, C, D, E. It tells you to read specific ones and then stop and then fill in certain parts of the source reading. Follow those directions and it will make your life really easy. Okay, you're going to end up doing three things. You're going to read and examine the accounts from a history book and a textbook about the Chicago race riots. You're going to examine what the documents say, primary source documents say about what caused the race riots of the Chicago race riots in 1919. And then you're going to compare the race riots to a current event. When I say current event, I mean within the last five, ten years or so. That's perfectly fine. Okay. So, your work for March 19th was through the optic that you just did on the lynching and the KKK and the Christmas tree there. That was the end of your work that needs to be turned in for Thursday, March 19th. Your source reading is what needs to be turned in for Friday, March 20. All right. So you may complete it as you have time and as you see fit. And as long as you have it done by Friday at 7 p.m., that will count it. That will be your weekly assignment for the week. It will be graded as such. And it will also count as you doing being in class on Friday. Okay. If you've got questions, my office hours are posted. I will immediately answer you either via email or Google Hangout or email or Google Hangout at the, that time. If you need help, please let me know. Otherwise, I hope you all have a wonderful Thursday and Friday and have a wonderful weekend. I will be back annoying you a little bit next week, although at the end of next week, we will probably do some fun physical activity for you. So look forward to that. I hope you all have a great weekend. Get your stuff done. Catch you on the flip-flop. <laughs>